Ohio people with Mennonite views, and they're gonna give us some missional news. Ohio Conference Cast. You are listening to Ohio Conference Cast a podcast dedicated to sharing missional stories and other information about Ohio Mennonite Conference. Here are your hosts, Thomas Dunn and Bill Seymour. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ohio Conference Cast. I'm Bill. And we are... Wait, no, no, no. I'm Bill, and I'm Thomas. That's the script. Welcome, everybody, back to Ohio Conference Cast. I'm Bill. I'm Thomas. And we are here in Upper Sandusky at a pastor meeting. And this is our first live. Live. We're live. Yeah, we're live with a room full of about 40 Ohio Conference pastors. So everyone say hi. <laughs> it's been crazy. Uh, yeah, we've been dancing all morning. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to start our uh, live podcast with two guests, Dick Barrett, our new conference minister, and Paula snyder Belusic. We are uh, interviewing them because they went to Constituency Leaders Council. Is that CL- right? CLC. CLC. Constituency or constituents? Constituency. Constitu- constitu- everybody say it together. Constituency <laughs> Leader Council. Council. Okay. That was great. So, Paula, why don't you start and tell us first, what is CLC? Oh, Thomas, why do you give me the hard questions? Because <laughs> um, you you're smart. That is the million-dollar question. But essentially, um, CLC is created to be the place where all of the conferences interact together. And so typically you have the conference minister, um, the moderator of the conference, and then conferences can send a third person, whoever they'd like. And essentially, these individuals are to function as elders for the denomination. So it's a place to give feedback to the executive board to provide wisdom, and also to kind of report in on what is happening in our conferences. Um, so it's a place to build relationships together denominationally. Cool. So uh, thanks for that. And uh, Dick, first of all, uh, welcome to your second out of many podcasts. Dick confessed to our group of pastors this morning that one of the downsides of being a conference minister is now he can't say no to being on a podcast, which is very true. And we like to think of that as an upside. So Dick, tell us about CLC. What happened? What happened? What, what'd you do? What'd you talk about? What happened? Well, we sat around tables. I thought what happened in Chicago stayed in Chicago. <laughs> so we know where it was now. It's in Chicago. Well, I didn't know what to expect because I'd never been to one before. I went in with a lot of anticipation and, and excitement, and that seemed to be the, the course of the weekend or the few days that we were there. There seemed a really positive environment, built some and discovered some new relationships, and there seemed to be a general sense of a new time in the denomination. Almost all the people that were leading are new to their positions just within the last year. So there was both a sense of excitement and maybe a little bit of curiosity about where God might be leading us in the next year or two. So that we don't do all the interviewing, does someone want to come up and grab a mic and ask a question about maybe content of CLC? Well, maybe one of the things where people are thinking about really good questions they want to ask. Um, so this was Glenn Guyton, our new executive director's first CLC meeting. And one of the things that Glenn, I think, was very intentional about doing 
um, was setting a course for how people were going to relate together and being really clear about what he was asking of the CLC. I think in the past, maybe there's been some confusion about the role of this body and how we're going to relate to one another. And so it was just really good to kind of hear his vision, not only for CLC, but the denomination moving forward, and then giving us a good sense of clarity about what our tasks are and the work that we're going to be doing together. So it really was a good time. It was also my first time at CLC, but I think to echo what Dick said, I think some of the tensions that we were having in Ohio Conference, I think were also mirrored larger denominationally. And so there was a sense in which people were like actually glad to be at CLC. And I don't know that that was always true a few years ago. And so kind of in the spirit of that, we um, played minute to win it games one night and we got Olympic medals. And I am the proud owner of a last place ribbon. My minute to win it team did not win one event. Nice. So, but it, she has a ribbon for but it. But I have a ribbon. I don't have any ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't pay just to be a little mediocre. So what place did your team come in? Somewhere between the first two and last. Oh, yeah. so the last shall be first and the middle will be yeah. nothing. Is that, right. is that yeah. it? Okay. All so right. if you're going to fail, like just fail miserably. That's sort of what yeah, my, sure. my takeaway was. Sue Short from Zion Mennonite, Archibald. Is the CLC a decision-making body, a processing body, discernment body, fun place to play games and win participation trophies? <laughs> I love you, Paula. Sorry. It is not a decision-making body. As Paula shared, they function as elders. The executive board of Mennonite Church USA looks to the CLC for discernment and recommendations about different things the executive board, when they're in session, or the delegate body, is supposed to be the decision-making body of Mennonite Church USA. Steve Heatwell from Lockport Mennonite. I'm curious as to what the conversations, what was the topics that were discussed, and how did you discuss them? I keep seeing pictures coming out of CLC, looks like everybody's gathered around round tables. Do they use that same kind of roundtable discussion that we see used at the big meetings? I'll talk about the process, and you can talk about some of the issues or some of the things that we talked about. Yes, they were roundtables in groups, much like we're gathered here today, but they made us switch tables each time they had a different session so we would interact with different people. And most of it was about the same way we did today. They had leaders, and they talked about different things that are going on in the denomination. And then they had us process some of the things they wanted us to think about. And then we responded um, in much the same way we have this morning, either through a, a table leader or somebody to verbalize uh, what the tables had talked about. There were a variety of topics that we discussed together. We received some information. So some of the information we received was an update um, on a sexual abuse resource that'll be coming out through the denomination. So you can look for that to be coming. We had an equipping session with Michael Danner, who is the new Terry Shoe um, and has a very long convoluted title that I cannot think of right now. Basically just talking about how to empower leaders and kind of some ideas about that moving forward. 
David Beauchart, who is the moderator for MCUSA, talk to us about covenant and the meaning of that, which I believe he gave a similar presentation here a few years ago at Ohio Conference. Some other things that we talked about was we gave some feedback on the termination of the Mennonite um, and the merger process that at that time um, was being discussed with Mennonite World Review. Probably by the time this podcast hosts, um, the word will have come out that the special delegate session that was scheduled about this merger process, just today you'll be getting an email telling you that that process has been canceled because the executive board has decided to retain not only the name, but the function of the Mennonite. And that they, before they made any decisions, they want to see what the merger process will look like. So that has been put on hold. So hot off the presses here, folks, you are hearing this here today. Um, but we had a lot of feedback around that. Um, reports from Mennonite Education Agency, discussions around church vitality. And then we received a report from Lee Miller, I believe his name is, who has been the acting conference minister um, of Southeast Conference. Um, and they recently voted to leave Mennonite Church USA. And so hearing about that process, um, lamenting that um, with him, and sort of discussing what the future will hold for, for that denominationally. So that was uh, a smattering of some of the different things that happened at CLC. I'm Mel Hathaway, pastor at Sonnenberg Mennonite. I guess I was curious to know a little bit more about who sets the agenda for the CLC meetings. And if there is a something that comes out of Ohio Conference that you'd like to take to the CLC, how does how does that happen, or does it happen? The executive board sets the agenda for CLC. The moderator elect, Joyce Souter, is the person that's in charge of the CLC when they meet, which is a, we didn't learn until that day. They did send us some information beforehand that if we had anything that we might want to be looked at, we could have sent it to them. And all the conferences submit reports to the executive board before CLC meets. So everybody has access to them. So I guess if there's specific things that Ohio Conference, individual pastors or groups of pastors would like us to bring to the CLC, you could talk to Dick as conference minister or Bob Souter, our moderator, or myself who serves as the member at large. And we can, that's part of that process. And then I will be meeting with conference ministers, have a meeting scheduled for the end of this month uh, in Los Angeles. So if you have any concerns about that you want expressed, then I can do that as well. One of the things that interested me about it is what is the direction of Mennonite Church USA in the next year or two? And Glenn Guyton, I thought, did a very good job of expressing that. He is a lot more concise and to the point than maybe our last executive director. So it was... Not that that was bad, but it he just this is where we're going to go in the next couple of years, and there is the convention is coming in July, and it will be in Kansas City. There is no intention to or any resolutions anticipated that will change our confession of faith or our membership guidelines. There's going to be a actually a Bible study dwelling in the word sessions on Ephesians. And Led by Tom Yoder Neufeld, who is a Canadian professor. And then there will be uh, the, the, a joint worship times with the youth and the adults this time. They're looking at maybe the following year in 2020, 
getting the delegates together to focus more on doctrine or what we believe and what we hold together, and that will be apart from the convention. And then in 2021, the convention is scheduled for Cincinnati, Ohio. Sure. So Tom Yoder Neufeld, who's going to lead the Ephesians series, also wrote the Believer's Church commentary uh, on Ephesians. So maybe your church library has that. That's sort of the Anabaptist spin on commentaries. It's quite good. Paula and Dick, thank you very much for joining us. Everybody give a shout out uh, to everybody in our thing. Thanks for joining us. All right. And uh, this is Bill and Thomas and everyone else signing off from Upper Sandusky. Ohio people with Mennonite views and they're gonna give us some missional news. Ohio Conference Cast. Thank you for listening to another edition of Ohio Conference Cast. We would love to hear from you. Our email is ohioconferencecast at gmail.com. Ohio Conference Cast is brought to you by the Ohio Conference Leadership Team, along with Norm Sohar, Sound Engineer, Megan Sohar, VoiceOver, Ann Lehman, Publisher, and our many guests and listeners.